The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. Welcome to the latest episode of Wrestling with John as part of the John as Podcasting Network. Today I've got a very special guest, as always, uh, the owner, the, the founder of 1310 Apparel, uh, Josh King. So Josh, great to have you on the Wrestling with John as Podcast. How are you doing, my friend? John as, I'm repping it. Oh, yeah. We said we would. <laughs> I'm repping it the only way we can. But yeah, I'm doing great. And um, thank you so much for reaching out to, um, to invite me on to have a chit chat with you i'm really looking forward to it so thank you absolutely and i thought today would be an ideal day today of course is a day when our partnership um kicks into full swing uh friday the first of october um and of course what i'm meaning by you if you haven't seen the social media um is that uh, 1310 apparel have very kindly come on board as sponsors of the jonas podcasting network and of this show in particular uh wrestling with jonas of course and, and josh on a on a thank you uh, thank you on behalf of uh the 43 uh, channels on the Jonas Podcasting Network. But uh, uh, first of all, what, what kind of attracted you to uh, the, the Jonas Podcasting Network and wrestling with Jonas and wanting to come on board as a sponsor? Well, A is the easy one, dealing with such a, a lovely, wonderful human like yourself. Oh, and you. and, I, and I, I genuinely mean that. Um, we met at Wrestle Carnival. Um, Back in August, the first show, we yeah. didn't actually get to touch base. No, um, you were very busy that day. It was very new to me um, sponsoring Wrestle Carnival. We were busy, obviously, speaking to certain individuals, yeah. sponsored athletes, and you very kindly reached out to me. I think the following day, the Monday, uh, and basically said, "Look, Josh, I'm, I'm a really, really sorry um, that we didn't touch base, um, but we will." And here we are. And honestly, when you approached me. Um, at the most recent show, great show by the way, Carnival of Honor, Carnival of Honor. Go and check it out, VOD. Everyone that's watching, um, we just hit off, didn't we? We spoke. You were there with uh, Mike Angus, the Mad Dog himself, um, and and that's how it come about. I mean, I've listened and I'm familiar with a couple of the the podcasts within the network, and I've been playing catch up. Luckily, I, I drive for a living, um, so I've got plenty of time to get podcasts in my ears. And obviously, the Heidi Katrina one most recently, a very, very good episode. So, yeah, obviously, it was nice and easy for me. Lovely, lovely chat. Yeah, yeah. And, and likewise, and like I said, when we got the opportunity to chat at Carnival, Carnival of Honor, uh, Russell Carnival's latest show, and a hell of a show it was, too. Um, and uh, like I say, hoping to see many more events, many more Russell Carnival events, and uh, get the opportunity to talk more. Um, but once again, thank you for agreeing to be our sponsor. Um, exciting times as far Pleasure. as I'm concerned, Pleasure. and exciting times as far as the rest of the the network hosts uh, are concerned um but but of course um if you want to find out more about our, our sponsorship our agreement with 1310 go to the website go to wrestlingwithjohnners.com um, or download the app via google play store and just search johnners and it will be straight there download it and as you click on uh, the website and i've got some some images as far as uh, what it uh, may look like but uh, uh, you will find um, 1310 apparel kind of all over the website there in the, in the merch drop down at the side there. And they're clickable links. Um, so as you will see um, in the center of the screen there, 
Um, that's promoting the, the link, which is going to be in the description to this podcast. But uh, on the website and on the app, there'll be clickable links that will take you straight through uh, to 1310's global store on WrestleMerch Central. Um, and of course, there's a there's a, a promotional discount as well, a special 10% code for people to take advantage of. Um, anybody that's watching or listening to this or anybody that drops by the website or the app, Josh, uh, tell us about the discount. Yeah, so basically, um, many of you may know uh, we've got a big cartel store, okay, which is personally managed by me. So that's sourcing of goods, that's collecting goods, that's getting goods to the embroiders and the printers, and it does take time. Um, it is known to a few people, maybe not those listening, that myself and my partner are moving house um, recent, uh, in the next couple of weeks. So we've closed a big cartel store for the time being. So when we first um, got, got discussing what can we do in links with the brands, what can we do with discounts, uh, my immediate thoughts were, let's get everyone heading over to WrestleMerch Central. There's a load of great gear there, you know, exclusive gear that we don't do. We keep that separate to the big cartel store. Um, it was a no-brainer, really, just to get more traffic through WrestleMerch Central, giving everyone the 10% discount off their off their um, their, their shopping cart. Um, yeah, it's you look. There's a lot of good products on there, a lot of good products, and three to five working days delivery, which hands up is quicker than what um, we can do, Big Cartel. But luckily, the customer base that, that we've got, that we've grown, that we've gained, um, they understand the lead times from Big Cartel. But honestly no-brainer head over to WrestleMatch central and use that link right there yeah of course it's the promo code 1310 wmc and that'll get you 10 percent at checkout and of course uh, to get through to uh 1310's global store at WrestleMatch central just click the link in the description or go to the website of the app and just touch your screen um as simple as that but before we take a deep dive into 1310 and the origins of it all how it all came about and the growth of the brand Tell us a bit about yourself then, Josh. Tell us about your your, your love for pro wrestling, your, your wrestling fandom. Uh, first off, when did it all start for you? When when did wrestling first come into your life? Can you think, can you remember that magical moment? Well, how long you got? Because... Um, <laughs> well, I know you've got football training, so... <laughs> yeah, I do, I do. Uh, so, so basically, um, it, was, it was accidental. Um, back in, oh, 1999, um, way, way back. Um, it's known to some people again, I'll, I'll keep saying it, I'm a Leicester City football fan. And on that fateful night, at the age of 10, it was a school night, um, I was forced to record a Leicester City game because I had school the next day, obviously a 10-year-old staying up um, past half past nine maybe was pushing it on a Monday night. Um, and we accidentally put our VHS recorder on long play. And what happened thereafter was the next day after school, I got back, um, watched the end of the Leicester game. They lost that day, but we won't, we won't we'll gloss over that. Um, and WrestleMania 15 was immediately after Monday mm, Night Football. Good show. Yeah. And good old, good old long play. Um, <laughs> WrestleMania 15, by the way, goes down, in my opinion, as the greatest night of storytelling throughout a show. But anyway, that's, that's for another day. But that's how it came about. And, I, I just was glued. I was absolutely glued. And the first person, the first wrestler that I fell in love with, fell in love with was Road Dog. Um, I loved his attire. I mean, a ten-year-old boy. I yeah. had no idea what 
do it in the doghouse or doggy style meant <laughs> at the age of 10. So uh, when, when he I had that connection, myself, didn't he? He kind of drew people <laughs> into his persona. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was a fatal four-way match. And l- listen, it was Austin Rock that night, uh, you know, Triple H turn on DX. Um, it, it was a great night. And, and that's really where it began. WrestleMania 15. So a long, long time ago. So accidental. I know, and it's just these these kind of magical moments that weren't meant to happen that kind of uh, changes somebody's yeah. life forever. And uh, that moment just just hitting long play instead of standard play kind of did it all for you. But uh, um, who, who, you mentioned Road Dog there, and obviously The Rock and, mm-hmm. and, and Austin. Um, any other kind of favourites that you kind of that gravitated towards you? You gravitated towards back in the early years, then, Josh. Yeah, massively. Um, so obviously Road Dog for many, many years, the New Age Outlaws, um, they were my go-to um, for several years. <sighs> there was probably an in-between. Kane, obviously his allure, his look was just scary to, to someone of our age. Yeah. But thereafter, the invasion came, 2001. So we fast-forwarded two years and Rob Van Dam caught my eye. That night against Jeff Hardy. Now, I was just familiar with, with WWF, WWE, WWF at the time. And RVD came along and he was this cocky high flyer and he van dominated Jeff Hardy off of the stage at the invasion, won a hardcore title. And I was like, oh my goodness, this, this guy's come into an, another company and taken a championship and he's great at doing so. So RVD um, caught my attention then. My all-time favourite, though, Triple H. Um, Triple H, 2000, McMahon-Helmsley era. You know, what was it about Triple H the... during that kind of time period then? Because he, he wouldn't automatically be everybody is kind of number one. No. People would say Hogan, Flair, Rock, Austin. Yeah. And, and Triple H would be there or thereabouts, but he's your number one. And what, what was what is it or what was it about Triple H back then? He was a nasty, nasty heel. And he would do anything that it took to re- retain that WWF championship. You know, he had a, the, the fatal four-way at WrestleMania 2000, a McMahon in every corner, um, obviously an injury 2001, that comeback in 2002. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the McMahon-Helmsley era for me, you know, the Judgment Day 2000 ending where he beat The Rock because The Undertaker returned and disqualification gave him the final four. It's just the way he, he kept on to that WWF championship. Um, I, I just, I loved, I loved Triple H. And, and I still do, who doesn't? But yeah, that, yeah so Road Dog, Triple H, RVD. Um, and I mean, now these days, it's it's big change for me now. But wow, tri- Triple H, Triple H takes it for me and, and RVD, of course. And, and I must admit that from my own personal standpoint, Triple H has been one of those that's grown on me um, over the years. And I've learned to appreciate it more over the years, uh, much in the same way that I've learned to appreciate maybe, dare I say, uh, Chris Jericho over the years. Didn't really appreciate him for what he was 20 plus years ago. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, really? you look at kind of what he's done and how he's evolved over the years, much in the same way Triple H has. You can kind of look at the whole picture. Um, but um, yeah, it's fascinating to hear kind of your, your love and your fascination for, for Triple H. And how would you say your your wrestling fandom is kind of changed or maybe matured over the years have you always stuck a, a wwe fan or, or when did you first get into indie wrestling yeah um, i'm i'm a very very late comer to indie wrestling and i'll, and I'll hold my hands up um i think Same for me to be fair to, yeah it, it i think it really comes down to time knowledge 
friends and where you live. Um, so I was WWF, have been WWE, WWF for, for my whole life. And I always will be a WWE lifer. There's no doubt about that. Now, TNA came on the scene. Um, I was a huge fan of similarities, Triple H. When Jeff Jarrett was the TNA heavyweight champion, the NWA heavyweight champion, and he was stealing main events in 2004, 2005, and just clawing onto that championship. So I had that connection with TNA. I followed that for five, six years. Um, uh, my, well, you know, let's forward on. I mean, I think WWE hit a bit of a sticky patch for me 2010, maybe after the Nexus era. Yeah through to about 12 2012 2013 wrestlemania's wrestlemania 27 i think in 2013 yeah. wasn't my favorite sorry 2012 that one wasn't my favorite um and i think a lot of it has has got to have a part with what your personal life is like now i won't go into detail my personal life was not great 2010 through to 20 start of 2013 so I was just, I just had wrestling to rely on. And that wasn't great at that time. Um, but yeah, fast forwarding on, um, really getting into the indies, um, that began with New Japan. Um, I came across Kenny Omega fighting a little girl, uh, t- 13-year-old girl. I was like, who's this Kenny Omega guy? Um, and then the Bullet Club. And and the other thing I mentioned about was your friends and who you know and where you live. Now, I live on the south coast in sunny Bournemouth. There's wrestling everywhere. Yeah. The north section of the UK is where it's at. Now, finding a good independent company down here, and no disrespect to them, was hard. And I, didn't ha- I don't have a lot of friends who like wrestling in this area. So finding independent shows to go to with friends was, was very hard for me. So... Luckily, I came across New Japan. I subscribed to New Japan. I think 2017, I subscribed after Jericho debuted World Tag League, Alpha Club. Um, and then I came across the Rev Pros and the Fight Club Pros. And um, I met my best friend on Twitter. Would you believe my best friend? And, and, our, and our families are close friends now. They live in Birmingham, so we see them when we can. But we attended Fight Club Pro together. And it just grew from there. Um, and I probably watch too much. My missus will tell you I watch too much <laughs> and that's fine. Um, but it really is a cure for, for a lot of things, for a lot of people that, that do struggle. And when I see people saying, I've got wrestling, I, I need wrestling today, I'm, I'm at a low, I believe them. And I fully support that because it really is a medicine. And there's so much great wrestling out there. But yeah, I'm gutted it took me so long to find the independence um, but I've got a hell of a lot of DVDs and I've done a well, lot of catching it, up. The, the beauty is, is, is that you, you know, you can collect DVDs There's so many streaming services nowadays. You can go yeah. back and, and, uh, like you say, when you're having, uh, gray days, uh, and not just weather wise, you can, you can binge watch and lift your spirits. And uh, like I say, wrestling is a great tonic, uh, when you, when you're not having such great days and, uh, yeah, good, good to, good to kind of, uh, well, do, do you have like a go-to match then Josh, when, when you kind of, you know, having a bit of a down day, you want to put some wrestling on, is there a, a, a match that you go back to because you know that it's the one for you? Now that's a really, really good question. <sighs> it's a hard question. And it's it, it's so good, it's that hard. I mean, I'll give you mine um, first of all. Then, I mean, mine would yeah. be 
Undertaker versus Mankind, Hell in a Cell uh, from 99. And uh, the, the, the one where we all know if only got uh, thrown off the cage, through the cage, thumbtacks and everything. And that's the match that I've probably seen 100 plus times, to be honest with you. But uh, is there one for you? Yeah, I mean, Triple H, Cactus Jack, Street mm. Fight, Raw Rumble, slowly, closely followed by the Hell in a Cell at No Way Out that followed a month later. Yeah. Um, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 25. But again, that's, I would class it as quite recent. Um, yeah, it, you know what? It is, it is really hard for me to, to, to pinpoint. Um, I would probably, in theory, choose a, sh a show that I would pick up and go to. Um, and that show would probably be ECW One Night Stand 2006. Good choice. Um, Very good choice. If, yeah, if I'm having a low day, it would be that. Um, if I'm having a low day, sometimes I'd pick up uh, more recent because I did have low days a couple of years back. Um, I would probably pick up Will Ospreay versus Shinko Takagi in the Best of the Super Juniors. Nice. So, you know, there's a lot out there and there's a lot of different wrestling, a lot of different moods. So yeah, yeah. it's a really hard one for me to pinpoint. But like you say, wrestling is a, is a wonderful tonic uh, for anybody yeah. out there, um, you know, just to put on your favourite DVD or go to the network or your favourite streaming site and just uh, uh, go to an old classic. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I do. Um, but uh, what about your, your wrestling tastes nowadays? And I mean, um, you, you're an avid fan. I know you're an avid fan. You're still uh, an avid follower of WWE. But there's so much out there, Josh. There's so much out there. And I've been to streaming platforms. But uh, mm. from like the, the mainstream uh content that's out there um judge of like um, what was your wrestling habits like on a weekly basis then? okay uh, very very easy very very easy so um i work monday to friday okay um i get up at about 6 a.m quarter six most mornings um tuesday wednesday thursday are wrestling mornings now luckily my job allows me to work from home um book appointments at my dispense really um, for my job. So um, I tend to, those mornings, I tend to not leave the house till about half eight, nine o'clock. So I'm up Tuesday mornings catching up with Raw. Um, Wednesday's NXT, Thursday's AW Dynamite. So you get in the drift. Absolutely. Um, it's, yes, yeah, some, some mainstream WWE um, and all the, the products within that umbrella, yeah. um, AW. But the great thing about it is it's a variety. And that is why I love Wrestle Carnival. And we'll get to that in a bit. But yeah. I know what I'm getting with WWE. I can appreciate it. I know what I'm, maybe, maybe not at the moment, NXT. I'm, I'm clawing with the new NXT and it'll be okay. Um, but if, if I just know that AEW is going to cheer me up because I know we've got that crowd reaction. I know we're going to get something really cool. Yeah. Um, WWE can be a very much hit and miss, but I actually really enjoy finding the, the positives from WWE. Um, I don't so much enjoy heading on Twitter to see a lot of negativity, but listen, there's negativity everywhere. But I, I always try and find a positive from a WWE product. And that's the one at the moment where it is struggling. Yeah. But equally, I know AEW is not for everyone. Um, but yeah, that that's, listen, I've, I've gone sidetracked there. But yeah, it's um that's my weekly habit, my, my WWE. And Saturday mornings, obviously. Um, and... Um, I always choose AEW first. 
over SmackDown, if that's got anything to tell you. Yeah. Even though I'm a WWE lifer. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I completely get it. I completely get it. And I, I've, uh, you know, um, with AEW, for example, I, I was a fan to begin with. They kind of fell out of love with it. And I was thinking, it's, it's too much action. To, you know, there's not enough storytelling, too many flips and dives. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I've brought back into it over the last four or five months and thoroughly enjoying their product. because I think it's more of a complete package nowadays. WWE, I'm a bit up and down with because, like I say, sometimes the storytelling is not too great. Um, but I think the action on the whole is not too bad. And if you kind of appreciate yeah. WWE for what it is um, and for what they're trying to do and for the audience they're trying to capture, then I think that, that it's enjoyable but on a different level and you just need to kind of appreciate them for, for what they're trying to be. But um, uh, t tell us about Wrestle Carnival then because we, we've seen – um, up close and personal, the first two shows. There was obviously a curtain call uh, back in August, uh, and then uh, a few weeks ago, September, we had Carnival of Honor. Obviously, some great matches there, headlined by uh, Doug Williams um, and uh, and uh, Dean Allmark, of course, in that Pure Rules match, uh, which was absolutely fantastic. But um, you mentioned the variety, and you like variety in your wrestling shows by the sounds of it. But what is it about Wrestle Carnival? Because they're doing something special. They're doing something a bit unique, aren't they, on the UK scene? Um, Wrestle Carnival, where to start? So many good things to say. Um, Gary Ward, wonderful man. Um, lovely, lovely guy. Um, the whole entire Wrestle Carnival team, and I'm, I'm talking about... <laughs> I know we've only done two shows. Um, sorry, Gary's only done two shows, but yeah. the roster feels like a family. Um, it's got so many people that, that look like they've got long-term future booking at Wrestle Carnival, and, and I think that's fantastic. There's a lot more of that going on here, there, and everywhere, and, and that's great to see, but everyone seems like a family. Everyone came over and said hello. Never seen that before. It does happen, and please, anyone listening, I'm quite fairly newish to traveling about independent wrestling, but um, I've never seen so many nice people in one room so hungry to smash what they're doing. Yeah. And they did just that at Wrestle Carnival. It's a hell of a team. Um, just just everything about it is wonderful. I met you there. Um, it's, it's brought me closer to a, to a friend of mine as well, who, we, again, we've only spoke online he lives five minutes away from the venue so i travel three and a half hours not only do i get to watch wrestling i get to go and meet a good friend and i will shout him out if that's okay andy fairs i hope you're watching you're a top top man and i really appreciate your time um but yeah so that, and that's what wrestle carnival has done it's allowed 1310 and me as a person to meet you to meet andy to meet gary and some fantastic talent and it, and it really is and i urge everyone if you can get to wrestle carnival watch it because you if you haven't you're missing out you touched on dean Allmark and um, doug williams yeah wow my goodness what a match that really was there's some talent there's some huge talent there will cruise watch that guy he is a top talent charles crowley i mean wow yeah wow that, that guy's got something special. Everyone has. And, and they're just a fantastic team. And it's an honor for 1310 Apparel to, to be a, a show sponsor. And we will be for as long as Gary and Russell Carnival will have us. So thank you.
Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, echo, uh, echo them sentiments 100%. But uh, final question on your wrestling fandom then. Um, have you yeah. had the opportunity to go to a, a big event, a big show outside of the UK? I mean, I was very lucky. Uh, I've been to two kind of WWE pay-per-views. Uh, back in 92, I was very lucky as a 16-year-old Jonas to go to Wembley for SummerSlam 92 in a hell of an event. It feels like only yesterday in my memory. But uh, I was lucky enough to go to WrestleMania three years ago, 2018, New Orleans. What an amazing venue, what an amazing location and a fantastic five or six days out there. Uh, but what about yourself? Or is it, is it still in the pipeline? Is it still a dream of yours to get out there to see a WrestleMania or Wrestle Carnival, a, a Wrestle Kingdom, sorry? Uh, where do those big events kind of lie in your kind of history of wrestling fandom then? Yeah, um, unfortunately, I've, I've not had the honour to, to travel out of this country to watch a mainstream show. Um, Again, probably going back to not having enough friends within the area. At an age where I was old enough to travel financially to support myself as well, um, obviously I wouldn't have had anyone to go with. So that's why it's been difficult. I know I could travel alone and meet loads of, of, of people, but it's not easy yeah. to, to necessarily do that. Um, top of the list, though, for me is WrestleMania. My missus, Lessa, she'll back me up on that massively. Um, and I've possibly seen that WWE are planning a huge show in September next year at Wembley. Um, but yeah, so it would have to be for me, it would have to be WrestleMania. And the city I would like to go to for WrestleMania is New Orleans. Um, so I'm really hopeful that um, I get an opportunity soon. Uh, and Wrestle Kingdom, um, January, um, with my good friend Andy Fairs. Uh, we've, we've planned at some point to do it. Um, and hopefully and hopefully we can so yeah wrestlemania new orleans wrestle kingdom and that that is that is bucket list absolutely and i'll tell you what if, if uh wwe do host another wrestlemania new orleans i know they've done it twice before i was the, at the one in 2018 but um uh, i'll be right there alongside you i can't wait to visit that city again um uh, amazing probably uh, the greatest time of my wrestling fandom for sure but uh, let, let's trip back to 1310 apparel then josh and let's talk about that uh how did 1310 apparel first originate first materialize uh, what was the origins um the, the little kind of uh, light bulb moment that started that journey for you uh, very very simple um 1310 is based uh the name is is a special date in in my life uh, it is the um month and the year that myself and my partner met so um it is uh, the 13th year so classes that 2013 yeah. and the 10th month october so october 2013 was when my life changed for the better um light bulb came on the number 10 is my favorite number it's probably got nothing to do with ty dillinger slash sean spears <laughs> at all of course it has um 10 being my favorite number favorite football players have, have always worn number 10 and it was just the way i can switch that round 13 10 have the have the number 10 point correctly there yeah. we go um on, on the show and, and that was really where it came from um again new japan um when i became familiar with new japan i couldn't get enough of it so the, the the japan logo in behind that design that was the first let's go with that i created that 
and it looked great. Um, I had to play garments, um, had to get it out there, spoke to people, spent obviously money because you, you've got to get garments on people. Um, people ne- need to get familiar with your brand. It was quite successful, um, I'd like to think. Um, sales were, were going quite well. Um, we were doing vinyl print. It was failing on some garments, you know, after a couple of washes. So then I spoke to my printers and said, let's go embroidery. Let's embroider everything. Um, you get the quality, you get the sharpness, always fresh. We then adapted the four corners. Um, again, logo created um, by myself. We then added the Lucha range. Um, we were lucky enough to collab with the very talented um, illustrator, Alec Hugel, who did the Dragon Sleeper range. And we did that as a very, very special limited edition. Very successful. Shipped a lot abroad. And um, we've got some more orders in, in place at the moment, which will go out in October. Um, so, yeah. So, again, it was close to my heart. It was very easy for me to go, well, that's where my life changed for the better. And this is also what I love. So let's combine the two. And here we go. Uh, Intent Apparel is is on is in the scene. Absolutely. So, so how long has the company been going for? When did the brand first uh, launch? Okay, so yeah. I did a lot of drafting. Um, January, February, twenty nineteen. Um, wasn't quite this design. Played it and um, played around with the early days sourcing garments. So, so February, March, twenty nineteen was really when I launched a product via social media. Got the feelers out there. Um, unfortunately, my life changed a bit then. Um, I won't go into detail, but I found myself without the other side of 1310 um, for a period of time. I then was living alone, um, didn't have anything else to spend money on. So I played around with new designs, um, got loads of clothing in, sent a load of free gear out to a couple of people, so, um, sponsored athletes they are now. And it really took off then. Um, and we were just getting somewhere, attended our first sponsored show with the amazing guys over at DNA Pro Wrestling. They put their faith in 1310 Apparel to be a sponsor. We attended, um, we sold some garments. So thank you everyone on that day that purchased from us. And um, yeah, it went from there. And then COVID hit, um, shows weren't happening. So it was a time to then take a back seat again and, and get garments on sponsored athletes in the hope that they'd kindly post on social media and they did that. But now we're seeing the benefits of, of being able to attend shows. And best the best thing is seeing people wearing your clothing when you're at shows. Like unbelievable. Like turned up at Wrestle Carnival. Uh, there's a young guy there, Ashley Clements. Know him very well. Shout him yeah. out. Friend yeah, of the show. lovely guy. Um and he was there in the Northwest Strong jacket. And we we were a part of that, obviously, with the Northwest Strong guys, who I'm very grateful for, especially Chris Ridgway. Um, yeah, I mean, phenomenal. People have bought from us. We've sourced it. We've embroidered it. We've shipped it out. And they're wearing it at a show we're sponsoring. Mind-blowing. Um, yeah. And that's what it's about. We, we It's just amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and tell us about the range, because it's more than just T-shirts, isn't it? Tell us about kind of the, the, the range because it is quite vast. Uh, and I know you've yeah. got a lot of kind of uh, sub brands or different themes within 1310. Uh, I've got a few pictures that I'll bring up on screen, but tell us about some of the some of the brands that, that are available and some of the some of the items that are available as well. Yeah, so that, that's the um, 
That's the um, Alec Hugel Dragon Sleeper, very limited edition. I mean, that's the embroidery. It looks so sharp. Um, it's very easy to to upload images and obviously digital pictures but actually once you see the crispness yeah. of the embroidery it's a real selling point and, and we we made some extra sales once we'd, we'd shown that picture online really um love that range love that range but it was limited edition uh, yeah the hardcore range um yeah love love that um we we actually funny story we put a poll out on instagram and and, and um twitter i think we had three designs and it was so torn. Everyone had good things to say about each line. So you can see a, a barbed wire over the top of the HRD and the CRE. You can see the baseball bats. Um, I'd love to see, um, <laughs> my God, mind blank. Oh, my goodness, Joe, Joe, Joe Hendry um, wearing that. That would be pretty awesome. But yeah, yeah, so we just spoke to Wrestle Merch Central and we said, look, we've got all these three designs, we're torn. They were like, now nah, give it to us and we'll just launch all of them. So love that range. Um, yeah, really excited for that one. And yeah. again, that is exclusive to Wrestle Merch Central. So use that code because, yeah, you'd love it. Absolutely. You, you you touched on it earlier on, but um, you, you have done and still do sponsor a lot of very well-known wrestling personalities within the business. Uh, and I'll bring up some pictures here. You mentioned uh, Ridgeway, of course. Um, and, 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 I mean, he's featured on progress of wrestling and uh, which of course is featured on the wwe network so how mind-blowing is it to see your brand on ridgeway when he's performing for progress on wwe network that was that was actually quite life-changing because i remember the i think one of the first progress shows back on the network yeah um it was a saturday night and i think it had accidentally aired earlier than anticipated so it was scheduled for five o'clock now, I think it was February time. It was quite dark. I remember me and my missus were in the kitchen cooking our Saturday meal and my phone started going crazy. And people were messaging me, Charlie Crowther's lovely guy, Charlie, by the way, um, he messaged me and he, hey man, Chris Ridgeway's wearing four corners to the ring. So that was our four corners hoodie. No way, no way. Stopped what we were doing, stopped cooking, big screen, WWE Network, and there he was. And <laughs> I, I didn't expect it because we didn't know. Obviously, we, we'd sent gear to Chris, we'd spoke to Chris, um, and he won't mind me saying this, but I hadn't heard from him. I just thought, okay, unfortunately, he wasn't overly keen on the stuff. We won't pester him. That's the way it is. You take these gambles, and I'm sure Chris doesn't mind me saying that, but it, it changed 1310 Apparel. Chris, Ridge, Chris Ridgeway changed 1310 Apparel, and I'm, I'm forever grateful to him for that. That's so, awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And of course, um, his stable mates, uh, Northwest Strong, um, that also sport your stuff on the uh, WWE Network when they're wrestling for progress yeah. and all around the UK. Um, and uh, we got uh, the Silverback, Coy McRae. Uh, so a, <laughs> yeah. another couple of big names there. And a, a recent addition, I understand. Um, but, uh, you know, so, some talk us about some of them names, how they came on board. Um, you obviously approached them and they were interested, but um, you tried to um add a, a little bit of individuality for each of your sponsored athletes don't you yes absolutely i think um we like to listen to people when we approach certain people um we know it's quite easy to, to give out a hoodie a bag of tea um but actually we can collab with people yeah and we want to do so um i won't go on about it too much but 1310 apparel is is a non-profitable business for me 
Um, what we want to do is give back to the industry that gave me everything I needed at my lowest point in life. And the best way for me to do that is get garments on people, but collab with them as well. So you saw the Ryan Davies collab there, the natural born fighter, again, all embroidered, tweaked our logo to the tangerine, obviously Blackpool based, um, obviously Northwest Strong. They're a group, a trio, all three of them are going to have the gear. Um, you may have recently seen on Wrestle Carnival, Heidi Katrina's new jacket. Um, again, embroidered yeah. for Heidi, wonderful. I mean, popping colours there with Heidi. Um, she's just a wonderful human. She's been so supportive of the brand and just, yeah, it's a, it's an honour to, 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 to support Heidi in what she's doing because she's great at what she does. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah, we, 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 we're working on things behind the scenes now. We always will be because the money that we do generate goes back into the pot to allow us to collab with these amazing wonderful humans and, and that's what we're here to do it really is what we're here to do and to sponsor shows of course yeah 100 100 um and, and like i say like the the jonas podcasting network we're also sponsoring a few promotions out there uh you mentioned uh, dna pro wrestling and uh uh wrestle carnival uh, are you involved in any of the uk promotions at the moment josh um, at, at this point in time, again, we've had we've had um, several offers, um, and at some stages we have to turn around and say, at this point in time, we're currently sponsoring so and so and so and so, etc. Yeah. And, and the monetary isn't there for us to do so. Um, there is one in particular I'd, I'd love to work with. I need to get them more often. I'm not going to name drop um, at this point in time, but I'd love to work with an individual company. Um, but it would be quite difficult for me to, to travel up and down um hopefully that doesn't give it away too much um but yeah we we've we're actually supporting um charity pro wrestling that are based in southampton um robbie constant i think is the promoter's name um su supporting that in november i think or maybe the end of october apologies i'll have to check the diary but yes uh, charity pro wrestling so cpw um so again it's charity it's charity so the money that we're putting into that is charity based which is wonderful um but yeah so at the moment dna wrestle carnival uh fight for honor uh, you may have heard of as well um and cpw so that that's it for us at this point in time that's awesome that's awesome and uh, <clears throat> like you say it, it's great to be involved with the charity aspect as well um but uh, one of my final questions for you then josh um your podcast now we were talking uh seven days ago or however long it was um and you mentioned that uh, you had a podcast keeping it kayfabe um mm -hmm. and uh you, you you've recently made the decision to to bring it back i know that you you had it going through uh i think it was 2019 2020 it's taken a little bit of a hiatus um but it's back um you can listen to it on all the usual podcasting platforms it's also part of the genres podcasting network so tell us talk to us about keeping it kayfabe um and uh yeah you've got some guests lined up i think you might already have one or two interviews in the can yeah um you actually re-inspired me if that's a word um to podcast again uh, listen i love talking about pro wrestling um i love talking to pro wrestlers so it's a no-brainer why not take an hour out of your evening speak to someone amazing catch some information that you might not know about them teach other people about that person and 
and talk wrestling. It's a no-brainer. Oh, um, so yeah, you may have seen on the on the uh, Jonas podcasting network that um, our latest interview with the French sensation uh, Senza Volto was released this weekend. Lovely guy, great English by the way. Please go and check that one out. Um, yeah, we've got guests lined up. Um, we've got another recording. At the time of recording this with you, we've got a recording tomorrow. Um, so that would probably almost be ready to air by the time you're watching this. And it is with um, Dean Allmark himself. Great guy. Love um, Dean so and, much. Yeah, I'm really excited for those stories. Um, obviously, we're going to be speaking to Heidi Katrina. Um, and we've got um, Hayam, um, who's going to be a special guest for us. She recently came over here, wrestled for Red Pro, uh, wrestled at Wrestle Carnival as well. Um, so we're looking forward to, to speaking to her as well. So, yeah, so that's just a couple of guests that we've got got lined up for this, for this maybe a short series. It, it, we might try and extend it longer, and we're hopeful that we can do that. So, yeah, yeah. really excited. And then thank you, because you, like I said, you... You really did re-inspire me to, to get behind the mic, as they said. I don't have a mic, <laughs> AirPods or whatever, but it works for now. It works for now. No, I'm, I'm happy that I'm kind of uh, helped to inspire you in part of your journey. Yeah. And like I say, what I've seen and heard um, of your previous episodes, you've had lots of fantastic guests on your um, older episodes, but uh, your lineup of guests and, of course, uh, the Sense of Alter uh, episode is already out there. Um, but, uh, Josh, for the last 40 minutes or so, we've been... Uh, I had a great conversation about uh, your wrestling fandom, uh, 13 10 apparel, and everything in between. Uh, but uh, before we let you go, because I know you're a busy man, you've got football training to get to, uh, throw your socials. Where, where, can we, where can we get in touch with you? Where can we say hi? Where can we learn more about 13 10 apparel? And if you've got any, any websites or any links you want to uh, throw at us? Well, look, just just get in touch with us on the socials um, Facebook, 13 10 apparel. Yeah. We're not always that active over there. Um, Instagram, 1310 Apparel, uh, Twitter, 1310 App, because uh, I think you can have too many uh, too many letters over there. So it sounds like we're an app. We're not an app. <laughs> we are apparel. So it's 1310 App on Twitter, 1310 Apparel on Instagram, and 1310 Apparel on Facebook. So just reach out, and um, we're all pretty active, and we'll get back to you. If there's any questions about garments, we'll get back to you in, in a reasonable time. You know, a good two hours max if you if you. Uh, haven't heard back from us give us a cheeky nudge because we'll get in touch with you that's awesome but uh josh it's been uh fantastic speaking to you brilliant to have you on the wrestling with jonas podcast fantastic to have you part of the the jonas podcasting network with your uh, podcast keeping it kayfabe and uh thank you again for being a, a wonderful fantastic sponsor to the network and the wrestling with jonas podcast my friend thank you jonas i really appreciate it all right take care josh speak to you soon take care Bye.